0: Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And today we'll be discussing colors! Yay! (laughs) First, we want to thank all of our new listeners. We really appreciate you rating and reviewing. Oh, hold on. I'm going to check if they reviewed. (gasps)
1: did anybody review
0: okay yeah still only one rating oh it's three ratings but only one review
1: um so you guys
0: gotta get on it we appreciate the three ratings though yes thank you um and then thanks to all of the listeners who've emailed their in their comments and their stories um one thing the our most avid listener um emailed in the thing that Brittany was talking about last episode was called pathological demand avoidance mm-hmm. uh, is the thing where her, her brain just says, nope, I'm not doing it when somebody says something to do it, even if it's herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that our most avid listener did pass the APP tests, all of them. So. Uh, Yay! She
2: yes. <laughs> is an extremely smart individual. Yes. Yeah. yes. I was like, yeah, we knew. <laughs> yeah. We knew. We didn't have okay. to question it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I do appreciate the confirmation because, you know, my memory can't be trusted. Um, So today we're talking about color theory, Lauren's favorite thing. So Lauren, (laughs) why don't you tell us a little bit
2: about what you know? Oh, goodness. Uh, Let me see if I can sum this up in a a nice, neat There's so many different facets. No, it'll be. It'll. I'll give you a
0: lot of time to interrupt me because I'm going to talk about like the attributes of color, and you can definitely correct me if I if I'm wrong. So, okay, (laughs) you'll have a lot. Not that I have like anything. Interrupt.
2: I don't have anything like pulled up in front of me (laughs) to like, you know, resources or documentation. Uh, Color is electromagnetic energy, so it's energy. Energy tends to give off a feeling, Mm -hmm. and therefore, to me, color has meaning, and Mm -hmm. the general populace has a association to those certain color feelings. Yeah. Well, they're light rays. Yeah. So, therefore, I think there is some like substance to Mm -hmm. color theory, and you can use it in therapy. You could use it. Just in general, everyday, like if you walk into a room, especially with design, you walk into an area or room and you could apply this to like graphic design or retail design, it will give off just a subtle little feeling to you and that will apply to that situation.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because um, we were driving the other day and I looked up at, you know, the... Signs that they show, like gas station uh, to the right, or it'll say food and have all like the symbols of all the different restaurants. I noticed that almost every single sign we passed, like that, that was about food, almost every single food symbol was red, had a lot of red in it, incorporated a lot of red. And mm-hmm. I was like, in the back of my mind, I remembered um, at one point hearing that red is often associated with like hunger being hungry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it makes you hungry and yeah. i was like huh
2: yeah like so go to pinterest and you could pull up um color theory or uh color used in marketing or something like that and it'll give mm-hmm. you like a good lump sum image of like all the different types of brands out there that use certain colors for certain things
0: yeah, well, that's that is what you know. My research has borne out. Um, so similar to last week's topic, when we were talking about numerology, um, color magic would be based on the theory that colors have energies and the and frequencies, and that we can harness them. So um, you know, and to be fair, they're they're light rays. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it all it goes all the way from like. Ultraviolet rays to like all the way down to gamma rays that are really small, all of those are the same sort of wavelength of energy. And there's like a little bitty slice in the middle that's the visible light spectrum, and that's what Mm -hmm. we can see. Um, and I was reading, like, I I can't remember if it was like hummingbirds or bees or something, um, can see like ultraviolet lights, and we Mm -hmm. can't. So I was like, that's very cool. Um, so, but yeah, in short, it's light rays. And then, you know, the theory is that they have energies that that we can harness. Um, so many colors have meanings that are generally agreed upon. Um, but really the consensus was if a color has a special meaning to you that doesn't align with the popular meaning, use that instead. Follow your heart. You know what I mm-hmm. say. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, so here's how. Colors work. Um, so our eyes get light in them, and then we have cones, and there are three kinds of cones in our eyes, um, and that's what lets us see color. Um, and then that is the extent of what I looked up. So I don't know how <laughs> some of them see like blue, and some of them see red, and then I think
2: the other ones see green well yeah so what is that god you know i should remember this but it's been like 10 plus years um yeah. rgb it's like a type right, of yeah. color spectrum and design mm-hmm. so right and then sense. so
0: rgb is what the like computers use and then mm-hmm. printers use a different one um yeah. that is the um mc it's like magenta Squared. cyan what oh mc MC squared and i said squared (laughs) (laughs) that was last episode you're a little behind
1: Um, (laughs) more than one thing unfortunately
0: (laughs) Uh, magenta cyan and why i don't know um but that so when you put all of them together then they make black and then the rgb when you pull them all together they make white I don't know hmm. how it works. Um it's yeah, so all of this is in, magic to me. So it's just like magnets.
2: Yeah. Well you can go in with those different scales and add certain like percentages and it'll come up yeah. with a different color. So right. if that makes sense.
0: Um so there's a color wheel, I think that we've all seen in like elementary art class that has like mm-hmm. the three primary colors, mm-hmm. which are sometimes different than the than the primary colors that are like otherwise referred to but it's like red yellow and blue and then Mm -hmm. secondary colors which um are like the mix of those three colors you know Mm -hmm. red and blue make purple and and stuff and then tertiary colors which is those colors mixed with their neighbors those are Um, my favorite tertiary
2: Tertiary. colors (laughs) so
0: um so But if you want to know, like, the wheel kind of isn't the whole story. Um, So you kind of have to break it down into what attributes that color has. So it can have value, saturation, and hue. So hue is the, like, the color. Um, So it's, like, the fully saturated um, color just by itself. And then... um, Saturation is um, you can add white or gray to it to make it lighter. And then the lighter it gets, the less saturated it is. And then value is um, like how dark it gets. So like a very low value color would be like blue or black. A very high value color would be white. I don't know why that is, but that's how it is. Um, So by mixing those values of saturation and um, well value and saturation with the hue, you get a cone of color where value is uh, up in the center. So the center is basically grayscale. It goes Mm -hmm. white all the way down to black. And then on the outside of the top of the cone is all of the fully saturated colors all around in a circle and then as they get, um, you know, they mix as they go around, mm-hmm. they get a lower value as they go down toward black. So they it's a smaller number, as you get like the more black, the more the shades become all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they get in toward the middle, they lose saturation and become white. I'll put a picture on the Instagram for you. <laughs> Um, and there's also a video that I referenced. It is about quilting. So, um, you know, don't <laughs> at me, but, um, it's called color your quilt, um, by just get it done quilts. Um, and her name is Karen Brown. She's a very lovely lady who does a lot of quilting videos, but she goes really in depth on how colors work. And she has, uh, it's a video. So she has the, uh, like, you know, visuals to, um, sort of prove it. I do so, love a good visual. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very helpful in this audio medium to have a visual. Yes. Um, so the mix of that va- value, saturation, and hue gives you um, the color that you're looking for. So if you want like a light blue, you would have a um, a tint is when you add white to it. And then a shade is when you add black to it. So you would like tint teal or whatever and then you would get a you know lower saturation version of teal mm. with white or you'd shade it with
2: tone Lauren correct me if i'm wrong oh, um, gosh. you're doing great i'll just <laughs> <laughs> You have the definitions in front of you i do yeah. that <laughs>
0: and then so tint is when you add white and shade is a color with black added and tone is a color when you add gray with it um and then all of those tints shades and tones make a cone it's Mm -hmm. very fun um so kind of touching on what britney was talking about um about the psychology behind colors and like the theory goes so we've all heard um this is the one i think that you were talking about that like mcdonald's chose red and yellow for its you know theme Mm -hmm. in its restaurant and its sign Mm -hmm. and stuff because in studies like in in their like you know marketing studies not like big scientific studies Um, those colors showed to make people hungry and want to leave and that's what they were going for they wanted people to be hungry when they order eat it really fast and leave to make room for more customers huh Um, and then you know so then you know when they saw these like marketing you know statistics come out you know other scientists were like let's see Um, and those studies show that It's more about personal preference and cultural norms um, than the color itself. So Mm -hmm. that's going back to when I said, you know, if a color has a different meaning for you, Mm -hmm. it's probably um, better to
1: use that meaning than
2: And that makes sense because we all have different
1: cultures and backgrounds and locations. Well, Um, and different different tastes and color too, you know. Mm. Right. Like I I do not like – it's a specific type of green – or. yellow green like a like a very yellowy green i think it's called
2: uh, chartreuse i was gonna say is it chartreuse? i, I, I think Where it's, it's almost like it looks green on the crayon but then it comes off more yellow
1: yeah and i like it when it's more green because some chartreuse comes off more green or more golden but whenever it's just like straight up chartreuse mm. I don't like it.
2: I do full not saturation. like it. You know, yeah. Full I wonder saturation chartreuse. I'm just like, mm, I, I dislike if that color. Like a general uh, agreement on certain colors, like the ones that people don't like.
1: You know, and I'm not sure though, because I um, have a friend who loves chartreuse. They absolutely love that color. And so yeah. now I associate it with them, even though I dislike that color. I don't dislike that person. Um, right but I see that color and I associate it with them and I don't have much as much of a like ill factor as yeah. I used to but I'm still like it's like I anybody- used to be
0: very like hate it don't like it um, or love it so like I did not mm-hmm. like yellow I did not like orange mm-hmm. Um, they're just so harsh too much Um, and then as I've gotten older I kind of like see the value in all colors sort of thing like yeah you know if you if you pair like a chart char, chartreuse tank with like maybe like a you know cute purple it can mm-hmm. kind of like make the color more palatable because of what's yeah. around it mm-hmm. um so I think I've definitely I still don't buy anything that's yellow <laughs> but, right. but see, the and I thought like, is
1: there I could right I like different um hues of like yellow. Like when when people mm-hmm. talk about like like a a really pale sunny yellow. I'm like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, nice." I'm like, "That's nice." I love yeah. it. So, yeah, Well, that's my...
0: that's in the quilt I'm making is like a pale sunny yellow.
1: Yeah. But um, I... And I
0: never thought I would have liked that before. See, and I
1: I love like a deep golden sort of yellow. Mm-hmm. Like like almost like goldenrod or almost like it's just like that deep golden sort of yellow. I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, love that." But like duckling yellow, I'm like, well, it's nice. That's nice. It's I don't cool. hate it, but it's nice because it reminds me of ducklings, and I do love ducklings. So,
0: Lauren, were you going to say something?
2: Mm. I was going to say I'm trying to look up the meaning. Side note, it's three thirty
0: three. Oh, girl,
1: yes. this happened in the wrong episode. We should have done that last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> um,
1: what does I it mean? Oh, well, you did say we, we associate the three of us with three of cups yeah (gasps) that is three of us yeah
2: so i don't know if there is a better way to say this or like a an actual term they use now excuse me but have you guys been hearing about this like colored dna chart for your skin tone and like your like profile like based yeah hair, it's like a really skin. old
0: thing yeah they used to um
2: color carry code. those
0: things I around know. I don't remember what it's called I'll well, try to look it up
2: it's making a little bit of a comeback at least with some of the people that I follow on Instagram yeah but, I've seen a bunch of videos like that on Instagram so that might be why you don't like a certain type of yellow Shelby because it doesn't like look good with you vibe. yeah tone.
0: Yeah, but they'll for for the listeners who don't know, um who can't read our minds and don't know. Um <laughs> so they'll put like a almost like a smock in like on your mm-hmm. chest of like a color palette. So they'll do like all jewel tones or pastels or earth tones. Um and then so they'll have that pastel one And then they'll pull it off and it'll be like jewel tones underneath and it completely changes the person's complexion. It's like Mm -hmm. magic. It's crazy. Colors are weird. I think Um, they
2: have an app now. You probably have to pay for it, but I think they do. Oh, I'm sure. And I
1: I would hope with that that they'd also take into account different lighting because Mm -hmm. so for a long time I used to lurk. uh, I used to lurk. I lurked at a hardware store. No, I worked at a hardware (laughs) store. You lurked. Yeah, well, uh, both. I mean, uh, on winter evenings when it was boring AF because there was nobody in the hardware store. So I used to work at a hardware store um, where you could have paint mixed. And I worked at the paint counter for a very long time. And I would start to tell people, I'm like, you really need to take samples home. I was like, even if you just take the little like paint card, Mm -hmm. take it home and pin it to your wall and look at it for 24 hours. Because I guarantee you that you're going to sit here and you'll be like, oh, I I absolutely love this color under our lights or under like essentially the sunlight. Yeah. 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 Well, and in the store, you've got the fluorescent store lights. And then in each paint section, they do it just like they do in makeup. It's a very bright white light Mm -hmm. to showcase the colors. And it's like, but that's not what it's going to look like in your home. Because In my you- bingy, dark, dank house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like, even if you have, like, a completely, you know, open floor plan, you know, floor to ceiling windows, it's not the same because it's not, you know, like. It's natural sunlight. It's not white. Right. It's yeah. completely different. Because I can't tell you how many people would get be like, no, it's going to be fine. Get, like, five gallons of paint. Oh, no. And then hate it. Just absolutely. Could they return it?
0: it? Is that something they can return? No. I
1: mean, like, under 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 special circumstances, sometimes the manager would allow it. Um, But it's like custom mixed, usually, right? Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. they don't want to. Because what happens is they give you the paint chip, you Mm -hmm. scan it, and then the computer um, boop and bops it. Right. All of the different, like, colors. um, Because it has a formula. That it does Mm -hmm. to make into. And you have to scan in the base, too, because depending on whether you're getting, like, um, matte or eggshell or satin or gloss paint, which is how shiny the paint is, um, which the shinier it is, the more durable it is, Um, whether it's interior paint, exterior paint, and, you know, what um, brand, because brands have different bases, Like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, brand A is satin base will not be the same as brand b's satin base so the formula would have to be different and i yeah i could not tell you (laughs) how many people will come back and be like yeah we just we absolutely hated the color and i'm like yeah i that's why i suggested the sample (laughs) This, this is the exact reason why and then we had a kick there for a long time where everybody wanted i called it jailbird gray just straight up jailbird yeah, it was just the grayest gray you could ever imagine. There wasn't any blue in it. There was no purple. There it wasn't like a that gray chevron was really
0: in too. Yeah. I even have mm-hmm. I had a mask of gray chevron when yeah. we made cloth masks because I had some in my stash.
1: Yeah. And it was extremely popular. And I was telling people, I was like, you really need to consider having accent colors with this because this mm-hmm. is going to make you feel drained. Yeah. And they're like, well, why? And I'm like, why do you think they paint oh, boom, jails gray? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's literally part you're gonna of You're going to feel psychology. like you're
0: surrounded by concrete.
1: Well, yeah. Not only that, I was like, but it's going to become drab and boring. And once again, people start coming back and be like, man, it's just my house feels so... Lifeless, and I'm like, let me guess—you painted every fucking room gray, including <laughs> your nursery. This poor newborn baby is just lying there, and it's just like, wow. I.
0: Well, they say to do wow. a nursery with like primary colors because it's like really good for the baby's brain or something. Honestly, that's something my mom used to say. So this is like '90s logic.
2: So probably yeah. not true. As a person who's not big on primary colors, no.
1: Yeah, like Lauren says
2: it's not true, and she has a degree, so. And And I see a lot of primary colors used in like lower elementary education, Mm -hmm. and it drives me insane. But I I get it. Yeah. Popular, I guess, or was popular, so they keep it up. But no, please, no. Just can we work in some of those tertiary colors, please? I love tertiary colors. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But yeah, it was just something that um, I noticed over a long period of time. And I I know that like neutrals are still a really big thing. Which whatever. And you know, listeners, paint paint your house whatever color you want. It's your house. Mm-hmm. You ha- you yeah. have the power. Paint it whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. And if you I don't like it, 100%. you can just
0: repaint it. So like right.
1: it's not it, like it, it's not the end of the world. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like yeah. I decided I was going to paint my office one of my favorite color pinks, blush pink. And I've been happy as a clam. Ever since then, and I was, and now I've gone on a major like blush pink kick because it's, it is one of my favorite colors because I don't have a singular, but like yeah, they do colors do make you feel a certain way, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, um. So what
0: they recommend in in terms of brand marketing, um, but you could use this you know in any way, but it um is to. Um, look at your competitor's colors and use something distinctly different from them. So that way you can differentiate yourself um, and your brand and it won't kind of like muddle in with all of the other stuff. So the color isn't necessarily as important as um, being distinct. Um, I wonder if that's why Taco Bell
2: went with like the purples and blues. Yeah. Or so, I <laughs> so um... – well, Short they hose. always advertise outside the box, so right,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. which I think is funny because when we started seeing it change around, you know, our area, we were like, "Is Taco Bell Ace?" Because these are Ace colors, like asexual.
0: Oh yeah, um, like it's their flag. <laughs> I'm wearing <laughs> Ace underwear right now because right. I, I made them for uh, because I I sell you know undergarments, so I made them for a Pride thing. Yeah, to like you know, show off your pride or whatever. Uh, but I I. I wear everything I make. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and we were just kind of laughing about it. And then, like, Lauren, you said out of the box. And we're like, well, asexual is out of the box. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I mean, we we support our our asexual fast food. Like, we don't eat it because we don't like Taco Bell, but... (laughs)
0: They completely tore down our Taco Bell, but the sign's still out there. So I don't know if they're going to rebuild it or not. I don't know. They've started building something there. But I can't imagine it being cheaper to rebuild it than to just fix what was ever wrong. But maybe it was asbestos.
1: I don't know. Well, and it's like, you know, Wendy's did all of that too. Every single Wendy's updated itself after McDonald's did. Because McDonald's went from its like kitschy 90s style that Uh we were used to. To a more to like mon- the Mick Cafe business, yeah, very mm-hmm. a lot more like minimalistic and sleek, um, and boring as far as I'm concerned. But um, yeah, it bring back like, that clown, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald was the no only clown. clown I didn't wasn't like absolutely terrified. No. of. Who's,
2: who's
0: <laughs> the serial killer that ruined clowns? Was it Ted Bundy that was a clown? Hold on, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't uh,
1: know one of them. I guess clowns they- are just Clowns creepy. in general are just creepy, but so and it's weird, with like the makeup.
2: It's it's definitely the makeup and so then if, mixture with the attitude as well. John Wayne Gacy. It was John oh, Wayne Gacy who, Okay, he,
1: he
0: would play as a clown. Like he was he was a clown for children's parties, and um that's one of the reasons why um clowns went out of favor.
1: I mean, that's understandable <laughs> because of him. I After do like marionettes caught. though. Like I think marionettes are oh, yeah, those really are cool. pretty. Like I yeah. like the I like their sort of look because they're but they're more like a mime, I guess. Yeah. Or in a shape head too
2: until then they start moving with like the up and down movement of the chin and it's like no for me after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we had
0: that that teacher in middle school that was a clown on the weekends. The the like oh yes the yes. drama she teacher. Did the, Yeah, and Mm -hmm. she did like the dare program that we all uh, did it together. Yeah, we were were very cool.
1: We were very Um, good kids. We did
0: all the skits to
2: to teach the elementary schoolers not to do drugs.
1: Yeah, Um, because it will ruin your life. And then you know, and I'm
2: pretty (laughs) sure you guys also uh, peer pressured me into that as well.
1: Yes, of course (laughs) we did. Yeah, well, yeah, we did. Um, it was fun, Lauren.
2: It was fun until, yeah. you know, the <laughs> yeah. agonizing stage fright hits you.
1: Yeah, that, yes, I agree. I still have, if it, it's, it doesn't make any sense, guys. If I'm doing a speech, no problem. I have zero stage fright. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine with this. I have no problem. If it's doing anything else, absolute total fucking stage fright. Like I just like, <laughs> you know yeah so i I I think it's the opposite for me
0: like Mm -hmm. um if it's scripted i'm on it and i have like anxiety all the way up until i like step onto the stage Mm -hmm. and then it's like a flip of a switch and i'm just like okay well i'm just gonna say my lines Mm -hmm.
2: um meanwhile i have anxiety all the way before during and after (laughs) yeah so (laughs) and i even have mild anxiety talking through a microphone where no one can see me. Oh no, Lauren.
1: Podcast. No, Lauren. So, You're so, so, so pressured know, you into this like, too.
2: It's like little baby steps or what do you call that? Exposure therapy. So
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, I would like to note that I did propose this idea that we do it and, you know, forced it upon you. But you also <laughs> got a, a lot of YouTube tarot yes, readings yes, that I told did. you to do it. And so you you were so also the peer-pressured by YouTube. Also, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you weren't peer-pressured by us. You were by just pressured us. by the universe. Yeah. Yeah. The universe herself was like... Which is amazing. why the universe gave
0: yeah. you us to peer-pressure right. you to be in choir. <laughs> you liked choir, though. Oh, yeah. I liked yeah,
1: choir. but choir yeah. is different because you're in a big group of
0: people. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. That's the difference. are different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, anyway, back to this. Um, So, in branding.
2: Well done.
1: (laughs) Sorry, he was trying so hard to pick it up. Don't hit me with Did you all see that? I did. I saw it. It was threatening. It was threatening. He flipped me off with the spoon that he dropped to make loud. Like, it was my fault. It's okay. Wow. Wow. The the things I do for love. (laughs)
0: The things we put up with. Right. Um, So uh, what's more important in branding, you know, for your restaurant that you're going to open or whatever, um, is that your chosen colors represent the personality you're trying to convey rather than to try and psychologically trick someone into buying more stuff because it's Mm -hmm. probably not as effective as, um, you know, other marketing schemes like getting viral on TikTok. So like put your focus into that. (laughs) Or just being target.
1: Yeah, just being target. (laughs) Just target in general. (laughs) Yeah. I swear to God, they pump something into the air. They must. I don't
2: know, but like I stopped buying a lot from them over the past years, fashion-wise, because I do not register with those. They, I am
0: not it, their demographic. No, yeah. like and I mean, don't know like,
2: who is either. And like, I think we it's went,
0: meant for younger people, like people in their twenties buy from Target, and like I think when I was in my twenties, I bought from Target.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I'm is old. like, is that the fashion now oh, is just like. I mean,
2: I think they just what? have gone way too left field. Yeah. Like, like
0: I did like the Little House on the Prairie dresses. That I did too. That was my favorite. I, did I didn't like buy any because I make all my own clothes, but no. I did think about it.
1: <laughs> Not <laughs> I, I my did- taste. <laughs> I did like them, but <laughs> I didn't like all of them. It was only a few of them. So but yeah, I-, I do the same thing. I don't shop for clothes at Target anymore because I look I've- around and I'm like – no, absolutely not. Yeah.
2: So I see the age thing now, what Shelby's trying to say with like the mm-hmm. twenty some odd year olds or like the preteens through twenty some odd. But there's an like there's a section for like bigger people there. Yeah. Our plus size section. And it's a little more mature. And even then some of the stuff, it's like, who is designing this? Because it does not look good on plus size people. Well, usually it's people who aren't
1: plus size that are designed yeah, those for so, plus size people. Yeah. And you get like- a
2: designer who designs for plus size, wears plus size. Themselves. They don't
0: teach. They don't teach how to how to draft for plus sizes in um, fashion school at all. Well, like most fashion degrees, it's average. not even thought about the average
2: yeah. population is plus size so
0: yeah or they what they teach you to design can... for the sample size which is about 2 yeah um and they which is when stupid. they teach you to draw the um the, when you know when they do like a drawing of the their idea it's called a croaky draw the croaky with the your you, so you have the head and then your body is nine heads tall So, like, nobody is those proportions. (laughs) Yeah. Like, nobody in there, nobody is that proportions. Maybe somebody, but not many people are those proportions. So, it's just like, it's not the average. What they're, yeah, what they're, what they're teaching students to design for is completely separate from anything that, you know, a regular
1: human looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to know. So, just absolute side tangent here. This is why I, I am really, really starting to get into following drag queens, because a mm-hmm. lot of drag queens are not super skinny. they're right. they're built differently or they're built bigger, and mm-hmm. so they'll have clothes designed for them or design their own clothing. That's amazing. It's fabulous, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm gonna start following these people because I can actually get exposure and get ideas. Mm-hmm. Rather than like like you said, Lauren, you walk in there into like Target with the plus size section, and you're just kind of looking around, and you're just like, mm-hmm. "Huh, mm-hmm. this Our, is interesting."
2: Are, they make winter clothes that literally show your whole midsection, and you're like, "How is this supposed to keep me warm?"
1: Yeah, it, it's it's not meant for actually. It's not meant for function. It's, it's fashion. Energetic. Look it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Which I, don't I, I'm own- always gonna choose uh, quality over quantity,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, so- and you know, <laughs> and that's not their that's not their model because they're fast fashion. They they mm-hmm. want to churn those clothes out every as season, much as possible. twice a but season. But even then,
2: I think you're missing out on such a uh, a big opportunity, right? You know, right. business wise, yeah. when they it's- maintain their certain model they have already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, and I'm with you, Lauren. I my favorite things in life are things that are beautiful and practical.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like both. It's and both I, and people. right. It's both both and, and <laughs> both and, and yeah. And it's just really unfortunate because I'm noticing that some of my clothing items um, that are only a few years old are falling apart.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, ruined
1: my riches. And I'm just like, I, th- I was like, this is so ridiculous. I'm not going to throw it away. Because, you know, I'll, I'll patch it as much as I can. And then when it finally is just completely done, I'll use the fabric for something. Mm-hmm. Or or give the fabric to somebody who can do something with it. I.e. Yeah. Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> or my old <laughs> elder me. sister. You know. Yeah. Just, just something to do with it. And, you know, learning how to sew is definitely on my list of skills mm-hmm. that I would like to learn. Um, currently in my life, that is not... A thing that I can do. Because <laughs> I just have too much stuff going on. Um, yeah. And too much it stuff is, is up it's in It's a pretty air.
0: time-consuming hobby too. Right. Because I, um, you know, I saw all of my own clothes. But honestly, I, I have to look at a lot of samples of, um, you know, clothes that were made by people who are plus size. Mm-hmm. If I am even going to consider buying from a comp- like buying a pattern a clothing pattern from a company mm-hmm. that has that where the drafter is you know a skinny person like it i just you know i trust there's a brand called cashmere she makes patterns and when they first started they only did plus size patterns they didn't mm-hmm. do now they do standard size because um they they did have a lot of people and i understand why they did this they had a lot of people who they they would go up to a G cup or an H cup mm-hmm. in the clothing size so you wouldn't have to do a full bust adjustment which is like something I could get into one day and talk a really long time about that's for our patreon um <laughs> but you know they would basically do the full bust adjustment for you and you would just have to measure and see which um you know cup size you were and print off that size um and so there are people who would be you know a 14 16 up where their full bust is, but they then they had a really tiny waist and hips, mm-hmm. um, because they just had you know such a large cup size. So they, they, you know, they were like, Your patterns are great, but I just wish you know it could fit my waist and hips. And they're like, You know what? People are asking for it, we'll do it, we'll be size inclusive. And they made some smaller sizes, um, okay. But so the they did the they, plus sizes. Oh, they, yeah, they okay. So the okay. way that they did the transition was, um they they made a second Instagram that if you wanted to see the smaller size models, you had to follow that other Instagram. So the main Instagram feed is still only plus size models, um, and then it, the default is the plus size pattern, and you have to like click to be to be the small size. It's basically the opposite of what we've had all our lives, right. where extra small is the default. So. Um, <laughs> But they still make the the plus size. They just did a a bra pattern recently. Um, I haven't gotten in my hands on it yet because I have so, so many. Um, But yeah, but I have to, I I mean, I will buy from, you know, a standard size um, pattern maker. And but I have to look at a lot of their clothes on a lot of people because sometimes it can be a lot of adjustments because I'm trying to make it in a bigger size than what they drafted Mm -hmm. for. Um, so if anybody's interested, some that I really like are Helen's Closet. I really like Muna and Broad.
1: Um, hold on, hold on. They, hold
0: on. Helen's
1: closet. <laughs> got it. Okay. Well, they, they make patterns. They don't make I don't, clothes. I don't okay. care. Okay, so you got Helen's closet?
0: Helen's Helen's Closet is okay. the company that did the pattern for your the robes I made for your wedding.
1: I mean, that I still robe. wear that robe. I still wear that yeah, it's I like too. yeah. I I love
2: that robe. And Even Helen, now it's I do like, it has not torn or at all. Got a hole in it for None years it. now. Yeah. So,
1: and I got married in. I don't know what I'm doing you know. with
2: mine. Mine has like two holes
0: in it. I'm. I, <laughs> I wore it a lot during quarantine. That's fair. That's fair. And I have a rolly chair, and I would roll over when it. Wear I every ah. morning
2: when I get ready and I do my makeup. I wear it every morning. So.
0: Yeah. All right. What's the um, other one? Um, Amuna and broad. No. Um. They do a lot of like wardrobe staples, but they only draft for plus size. And if they don't make your size, um, if you if you're too too big for their standard size set, they'll draft up for you. They'll grade it up for you. What is it again? Um Muna and Broad. M-U-N-A. Oh, that's it. M U And broad like woman. Broad. Like yeah, there that, we go. Hey, you broads. Uh broad. They're they're Australian or New Zealand I can't remember which um and then Helen's Closet Moon and Broad Cashmere is the other one that's really good she just came out with a bra pattern um I'll link them all in the show notes as well um because I always want to foster a love of sewing with anybody who will listen
1: um I'm telling you I really need the- to just come down a weekend and with my sewing machine It's not mine. It's short husbands, but um, (laughs) since he has entered, yeah, exactly. What's (laughs) what's his is is mine, and what's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine too. So, (laughs) okay. Um. So anyway, that's my big
0: long rant about fashion school not teaching. uh, Plus, I now I think there's more because people are making a big fuss about it, but there's more of that. But you know, in those big fast fashion places where they're trying to churn out you know two looks a season it's they're they're not they're not carefully drafting for a small body much less a big one so
1: yeah it's well my opinion yeah and you know and that's such a sticky wicket because I understand that fast fashion really caters towards um more impoverished communities Yeah, Um, I don't. I don't
0: think it's wrong to buy fast fashion. No, um, because I do think that there is a market for it. Right. But I, you know, if you if you have the means to avoid it, I chose to take myself out of the the pool completely, and I I do my own slave labor. (laughs) (laughs) My own. I I say, well, it's still made with unpaid labor, but it's my own
1: unpaid labor. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and there's so many things that I want to make for myself. Because I love the look, you know, and it's like, I feel like I would love and appreciate it so much more if I made it myself. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to find those things in, you know, bigger sizes that actually fit a bigger body. And Mm -hmm. this is another thing that bothers me so much. I know you guys probably feel my pain, but it drives me nuts. Absolutely nuts. When you have plus fashion and they're like, but we got to make it bold. We got to make it different. So it's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't want a work shirt with skulls all over it. Um, There's yeah. people that do. And that's awesome. But I, I just wanted, I just wanted a work shirt.
0: Just a regular, mm-hmm. I, I would love a regular black I zero co-workers to talk to me.
1: Yeah. Right. It's like, or, you know, it's like, oh, this sweater is so cute. Why are the sides cut out? Yeah. Why mm. is it a cold shoulder?
0: Why are the armholes down to my hips?
1: Right. Exactly. And it's like, sometimes that works really well. And sometimes it looks fabulous. But a lot of the time it's like, why is this a thing almost primarily for plus size?
0: When right. When you look yeah. at the
1: quote unquote standard size, because I believe the average American is a size About 16, usually. 16. Yeah, about a yeah. size 16. Which we're con- which we consider big plus size, not even mm-hmm. like quote unquote regular plus size. And yeah, it's like- I mean it's
0: past an extra large most of the time. So right, and so it's they, like they can't even fit into it. the the problem was, and when I was in um, college, I had this problem, and after is, I would a lot of the times fit into the largest size mm-hmm. of a store. And maybe fit into some of the smallest size and plus sizes, Mm -hmm. but there was never like, there was no consistency. I would go to, Old Navy made me mad once because I got three different pairs of pants. Mm -hmm. I was a 12 in one and a 16 in a different pair. And I was like, what? The numbers need to have some kind of meaning.
1: Well, and in that, the same <laughs> store, right? Well, and that is because they were different brands, and different brands label different things, different sizes. So, no, they were. Once, it was all Old Navy, though. Like in the same was store, it, I know, but was it all Old Navy brand? Should or? have been. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It was like ten years ago. Okay, I was. Because, mad. I'm
1: still mad about it, and it's been a decade because I am completely salty. Completely understandable, but a lot of times, what will happen is that. The store will have their own brand, but then sell other brands Mm, in their store. So
2: So we just need one measurement system Mm -hmm. for every We need to measure pants (laughs) like
0: men measure pants. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: 30 by – I think for women, it should be the hip size, Mm -hmm. maybe waist and hip so that Mm -hmm. we know – um, because so you our, you know, the men's booty. hips are very, very straight. Gen- I don't want to say men's hips, but like men's fashion is, you know, very straight. And, you know, a woman's body usually a lot of times is, um, you know, Kirby. a smaller waist and a bigger hip size. Um, so I think they should just do waist size, hip size, inseam, done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Call it a day. Yeah, Thank I you. do too. But how would they sell us garbage if they
1: did that though? So um, this is our um They would save so much money. <laughs> yeah, well, really. but they don't though because what they're doing I, is I that don't they that- they do extremely cheap labor, extremely cheap labor, extremely cheap
2: materials
1: and As they if make you have more a money
2: like that. Even if it was just waste and inseam are is it hips and inseam on the guys on or, men
0: it's waist and inseam but their so, waist
2: to hip ratio is so
0: I minute that they can like they can do that
2: was, like they sell men's like that all the time because they have a general formula and pattern for that so you yeah. just change the material and call it a day I mean I agree with you but there yeah. is a
1: huge system behind that that benefits well, the company they want not us- the
2: consumers.
1: Um, well they want us to buy a lot of clothes and mm-hmm. then if they don't
0: fit we forget to return it return them and and they don't have they don't have to deal with it then and then they've sold more clothes than they would have sold if we had any idea of how the sizing went anyway this is our very long rant about fashion <laughs> Yes. yes and and that you,
1: clothes are made to suit you you are not made to suit clothes so, yes. so fuck the whatever size it is fuck don't the- get
0: me on a rant because yeah. I'm okay back in the <laughs> olden times they would wear corsets and they would wear bum rolls and they would mm-hmm. wear like poofy like cages on their sleeves to mm-hmm. give them the silhouette that they wanted They did not change their body to get those silhouettes. They changed their clothes. They added a bum roll to make their butt look bigger. Buy those shorts that make your booty look bigger. Do not get booty implants. Don't change your body for fashion. Change your clothes. So anyway, yep.
1: Also, corsets. uh, That is my rant. Corsets were not the death traps that no uh, yeah they they weren't tight-laced
0: most of the time i mean a lot of women were working in them like yeah you know working class women who were you know starting fires and stuff in people's homes like cooking like they
2: weren't tight-lacing their corsets as i get older and have more like back issues i think Mm -hmm. i probably appreciate a good corset. well and the thing
1: was is that corsets were made to your measurements Mm -hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't that it they didn't have like, oh, here's a bunch of corsets, you go and buy one. That's not how that works. You went in and you had the person measure you. And then they would create a corset based Mm -hmm. on your measurements. And there were different sorts of corsets for different sorts of things. But yeah, these were things that women played sports in. Right. They were the yeah. things that they worked in because they didn't have a sports bra,
0: right? Like so, you, I mean, they could free free boob it if your boobies are tiny enough. But honestly, I read this in a ballet book in college. Um, if you're anything over even a B cup, um, if you're not wearing like a sports bra when you're doing like active stuff, you can tear breast tissue. Yep, just be careful, you guys.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm done. Because <laughs> I, I could talk about this on forever colors. we're back to colors. and i will and i will talk about it forever so back on colors.
0: <laughs> so um cultural associations are probably the most influential when it comes to um what what we think a color would mean um so like red and pink on valentine's day for love in america but in East Asia, it's more red is for prosperity or luck. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, you know, Westerners would associate um, prosperity and luck with green. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of different like cultural associations that if you're raised with that. And I did read a long time ago that it's not a linked source. I'm just going to have to remember it. But um, it's the same with like aromatherapy. If you think in your brain – lavender is going to calm me down and make me sleep better then lavender the smell of lavender will calm you down and make you sleep Mm -hmm. better it's like a placebo effect but who cares um so can colors affect your mood yes um but it depends more on culture culture and personal preference. Um like I love purple, so painting my bedroom like a dark purple um might help me be calm for sleep. And the dark would serve a utilitarian purpose to keep me, you know, things dark at night. But like yellow is sunshine and daisies. Um mm-hmm. but if I painted a whole wall of that I would want to throw up all the time. <laughs> um, so like you can be a little more thoughtful about it and maybe like, you know, just put out a bouquet of flowers
1: that are some yellow and oh. keep it smaller. Oh, my God, Shelby, you mentioned that. It just triggered a memory in my brain that I had buried so long ago. So once upon a time, um, when I would go to Lauren's house for weekends, which was most weekends when we were children, um, we would watch DIY. Like, oh,
2: yeah. Like
1: HGTV. HGTV was a thing. And I remember um, they had that show where um, they would pick a purse, pick a family and send them on vacation and then like redo their whole oh, yes. house and yes. i remember one of the ones they showed was like they had like a blooper reel or something like that and one of them was they made this lady's house hunter orange so neon orange
2: oh. and olive i don't even remember oh.
1: i remember it because it was so horrendously hideous. it, awful. it was awful and everybody on the team was like oh yeah this is so chic and here's all this stuff about it and it's gonna be so amazing and the woman walked in looked around and started bawling i would have too. she was bawling and she was like i hate this i hate this i can't even pretend that i like it i this is awful
2: what were this you is thinking? A- exactly <laughs> yeah. she was like
1: this is absolutely <laughs> awful and then the kids started bawling Because they were like, we hate this too. And the husband just like turned around and walked outside and was like, I'm so angry that I can't (laughs) even see straight. And he was like, this should make me happy because I'm an avid hunter. And Mm. I wear these colors and I associate them with hunting. But I hate it. I hate it. You're not hunting inside your house. In the fucking. Yeah, it was absolutely god awful. And I think they changed it. I think they fixed it because it was all of it was cosmetic.
0: Uh-huh. So it's like just you- paint. yeah, right, like right. I said,
1: it's just paint, you guys. Right, but it was just like I, you talked about the yellow wall and you just throwing up, and I was like, yeah, it reminded <laughs> it unli- me of that. And unlocked a core memory. It unlocked mm-hmm. a core memory of where I was just like, <laughs> and I was just sitting there. Lauren, you must have been like playing Sims or like got up and got a snack or something. something. But I remember, I remember sitting there and being like, oh, oh, oh dear God. <laughs> Why would you do this? And I don't think we saw that designer on there much afterwards because it yeah. was just god-awful.
2: God-awful. God so so
0: yeah. I'm going to list some colors and their association.
2: <laughs> A side note before you do side that. Side note when you before talk I do about that. Core memories just then. It made me think of the, the movie Inside Out and with right. emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could associate those emotions with the colors that they put on those mm-hmm. right like being uh, red
0: yeah um so i'm gonna list some colors and then um i'm gonna list like their uh like standard association and this is like western because i read in english um so we should that's you know mostly what i found yeah but like and then you guys should shout out like what you associate
1: with it yeah that was or do exactly you want to play a game listening. where you guess it no, I just want to. No. You <laughs> okay. can just say color. Lauren and I say what we associate with it, and then you
2: read what it is. Oh, this is, like is one of those psychology Okay,
0: so <laughs> yellow. What do you associate with yellow?
2: Joy. Yep, the joy. General. And my
0: joy. Dad.
1: Yeah, Um. so joy, sunshine, um, happiness. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, happiness. Yeah. Youth. Youth. Yeah, thinking.
0: yeah. All of those are good. Um, abundance and joy, confidence and self-esteem and personal power, which I really (gasps) liked that association. Um, so what do you associate with orange? Energy. Vibrancy. Little
1: kids. (laughs) Yeah. so little Um,
2: kids running around.
1: Yeah. I would say vibrancy,
2: um, autumn. I think when I see orange, I think of autumn a lot. It could be warm and cozy too. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. of
1: cozy, but like a vibrant, cozy, yeah. if that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's
0: creativity, kindness, intellect, pride, uplifting energies, prosperity, and kinship. Which I think mm-hmm. it's cool that you said like little kids and like kinship is like, you know, those mm-hmm. are your family. Um, so what do you think of when you think of red? Power.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: power, passion, sexy. Power definitely power, yeah. Aries, yeah. Mm-hmm. I associate Aries yeah. with red, and when I think red, I think Aries.
1: <laughs> I also think um, red reminds me of delicious. Oh so, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, okay,
1: so y'all saw Aladdin. red delicious apples. Uh-huh. Red delicious apples are disgusting. First of all,
0: <laughs> <I> <laughs> oh, hate red delicious that, apples. That is
1: true. I'm a at that
0: and nasty honey they crisp don't taste is good. where it's at. Um, you know, Michael likes honey crisp.
1: I much prefer envy, but. You oh, that's so. yeah. I mean, uh, tall has been you like yeah. Tall has been likes green apples, like this more sour the better. So you guys remember, you all watched Aladdin, and you remember yes. in the scene where um, Abu he- sees the big, huge gem that's uh-huh. like bright red, and he's like licking his lips. I always associated that with it. Must he wants to lick it because it's like a big ring pop yeah oh, yeah okay. so ever since then i've associated like red with like tasty or delicious yeah, yeah. so side so note
2: yes i know i once heard when i was in college and we were practicing interviews that you should not wear red to interviews because it's too much of a power color and can uh, be too intimidating and i'm here to say no wear the red
0: yeah wear the red because <laughs> if you're going to intimidate your boss you don't want that boss Yeah. If if that boss is intimidated by a red shirt, that's not a good boss. boss. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's associated with passion, um, generally associated with love, but also with anger. So I kind of read it Mm -hmm. as like a strong Mm -hmm. amplifier, Um, like strength, courage, ambition. Um, But like it, you know, like amps you up whatever emotion that you're having. It like brings it up, you know? Yeah, that's a good way Um, to think about that. Yeah. So, what do you think
2: about pink? My favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think love and kindness. I think, un-
1: yeah, unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of softness. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of weirdly enough, luxury. Mm-hmm. But I also blush pink is one of my absolute favorite colors. So, yeah. Um, so pink is associated with love,
0: specifically self love, and like fostering relationships and intimacy. So like mm. you know where like red is like passionate, you know, it's sultry lusty. love. Yeah, yeah. And this one is more like you know fostering a long term relationship, um, compassion, stuff like that.
2: Mm.
0: How do you feel about
2: purple? Uh, I think royalty are like yeah. high luxury yeah and I also think mysterious, too, sometimes are magic,
1: yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, like
2: yeah. I associate purple with like witchy feelings,
1: yeah, um, I also associate it a lot with wine, which makes me think of Dionysus or Bacchus, so mm. I think about that Um, or psychic powers yeah witchy psychic yeah Mm -hmm. that's sort of so yes everything lauren said ditto
0: yeah (laughs) that's also all correct so um not correct nothing's Nothing's right or wrong but you get an a (laughs) where's my gold star (laughs) you you got an a in colors um so it's intuition it boosts creativity it is associated with royalty um and Mm. then like you know if you Kind of take that a little further, connecting it with intuition. It's like a connection to a higher power. So like, mm-hmm. you know, your third eye and your crown
2: chakra are both like shades that of purple. Me. Okay. So I think, look this up just to double check, but I'm pretty sure like the highest form of like color frequency is ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. the lowest, I think those are the longest
0: waves, yeah. And the
2: red is short, right? Yeah, I think red's shortest, but like when we look at the western uh chakra system, your Mm -hmm. root is red and your crown is the ultraviolet color, which Mm -hmm. I thought was fun. That's a fun association.
1: Well, and I mean, when you look at the color associations we're talking about right now, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like it all interconnects.
0: Um, And so blue, what do you guys think about blue?
2: I think ocean, deep feelings, emotions. I um, think of my
1: grandmothers because they both liked uh, French blue or cobalt blue. It was one of their favorite colors. My grandma colors. liked light blue. Yeah. Um, I think of Classy. Calm.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, calm mm-hmm. is another one. Um, I don't think blue is a sad color. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's more of like a,
2: woo-saw color. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like. I don't know what the other would be, word would be other than calm, but maybe like, content, content.
0: peace. Yeah, peace is one of peace. the words that is, I read. Yeah. Protection, um, clarity, and communication because it's the throat chakra color. Mm. Um, Harmony, um, healing, and wisdom um are all associated with blue. What do you associate with green?
2: Envy. Uh, but that's <laughs> green with envy. Yeah. Um, money. Gross.
0: Yeah, money. money. Money, money, money. and
2: nature. I also
1: associate yeah. nature. See, green. and I associate green with with healing more so than blue.
2: I can see um, that too,
1: yeah. Yeah. So that's Go ahead. I'm done. No, I'm done. That
0: was <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, yeah. Greenness is associated with finance and like earthly possessions. So like, think the mm-hmm. pentacle suit, um, new beginnings and fertility, prosperity and luck. Um, again, this is you know a very Western version of it because, um, you know, red in you like you give money in red envelopes in Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. um, because they associate it with prosperity and luck. Um, so, what do you guys associate with
2: black? Mystery, classy, death. Mm-hmm, yeah, little black dress. Um. But yeah, that mysteriousness could also like lean like towards the sultry side. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
1: I think about. Um, it makes me think of deep, like mm-hmm. you know, like you yeah. got your subconscious or your shadow side. I think mm-hmm. of Nyx, the goddess Nyx. Um, I think of potential.
0: Because, well, it's funny like, you say
1: deep because it's the bottom of the cone. In yeah, cone. Yeah, I think black, black and white to me both are potentials, like they're potential colors mm-hmm. because like so much can be done with it. It's it's like a blank it's like a blank canvas. There's so much that could come from it. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I also think of well, protection because most right, black yeah. stones are protection That's stones. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say is what what I read was
0: mostly like protection or warding mm-hmm. um like warding off negative energies and stuff like that. Um what do you think about white?
2: Purity. Mhm.
0: Gandalf and all <laughs> yeah. <Gandalf> the white. <laughs> if you protect all of your Clean, friends from a big crisp. scary thing, then you turn into white.
1: Yeah. yeah. Clean and crisp. Yep. Mr. Clean. Oh yeah. I also think of my one of my grandmothers because her hair was pure white. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Cleansing and purifying is kind of what, what that I don't know. It was very basic and I think it is that way because of what Brittany said is they're they're so encompassing. Um, like you, you know, you can put a white candle with like any other color and it'll kind of you know work with it sort of yeah. thing.
1: So I also think of um, blinding light. Mm-hmm. When I think of white yeah. too. Um, so gold. What do you think about gold? Money, luxury, luxury. the sun, masculine power. Uh I love gold.
2: I love gold. (laughs) Achievement or like um, honor. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of another word that encompasses that. What is it? Um, Ambition.
1: Yeah. But luxury. Yeah. Lux. Luxury. Luxury,
2: Definitely luxury was my Mm -hmm. first one.
1: See, and I think about financial – when I think about like financial power and stuff like that, I automatically think of gold. Rather than green. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's financial gain and like, you know, success in business endeavors and stuff. So like success, I think in general, uh, you know, you get a gold award for mm-hmm. it um, in the Olympics. Um, but I like the like sun and masculine energy associations. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really good. So silver, what do you think about silver?
1: The moon, femininity... I was gonna say glam,
2: um, glamorous. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, feminine I feel like power. Stated is a good word. Yeah, yeah. I think that silver is sharp. Yeah, sharp mm-hmm. makes me think so of so water, mild. like the yeah. flowing of water.
0: Oh, it's funny um, you say water because the first word is reflection. Ha! And oh, like, yeah, like what they <laughs> yeah. used to use, and then so silver used to back mirrors too. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why. What-
1: that's why vampires could not see their reflections because mirrors were back with silver. Technically, today vampires would be able to see their reflection, no issue, because there is no silver backing.
2: Oh, there's. So your now I have to go war. change all my mirrors. No, yeah, get <laughs> so, yeah, full
0: silver mirrors. And then and then that'll work a dual purpose because you can break it and throw it at their heart, and I think there that should know. count as a silver bullet. Go. Wait, is silver that bullet really werewolves?
2: Yeah,
1: yes. Oh, but yeah. silver was a protectant against most uh, nighttime baddies, so it was against vampires, ghosts, zombies. Oh, it like burns their skin, right? Yeah, it's it's like since it's a pure, it was considered a pure metal. Um, it was seen as, like, something that protected you from pretty much anything in the nighttime. Except for Faye. With Faye it was iron, and still is iron. Um, Which, um, listening to more and more um, Neil Tyson Degrassi's star talk, iron plays a really interesting role in the universe. Oh, yeah. So iron is a very special metal. Um, even though we don't kind of think of it that way because Earth is a very iron-rich uh, planet. But iron, if you want to do a rabbit hole into iron, uh, 1010 recommend Star Talks with Neil Tyson. Could I do Degrassi. a whole episode on it? We could do a whole episode, you guys. We could because iron is fascinating when you really Apparently start we getting... almost
0: did a whole episode on fashion just now. So. I mean, we did.
1: <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm already stopping myself from going through a stream of consciousness tangents because they're so strong Uh, neither of us
0: are gonna stop you (laughs) okay so
1: i'm not gonna get into it but i just watched a really cool thing about how the our moon is super weird our moon is our moon specifically our moon is super weird the way that it ended up being where it is the materials that it's made out of the way that those materials are set up uh, uh incredibly odd um and the idea well, that the, that the moon, well, go ahead. and the idea that the moon is either hollow or the um, materials within it, which is kind of what I think. The materials within it are so light that it's weird because usually it's the heavy elements that drop towards the middle, but with the moon it's the opposite. Oh. And they know this because they put seism uh, seism size seism- seismometers seismometers. Is that is that how it's said? It's it's what they use to so it is it's a seismometer. Measure like earthquakes? Yeah. Like that's how we know that are we have a very very dense core in our planet because we yeah, measured seismometer. Seismometer. Okay, because we measured um waves. Mm-hmm. Seismic waves. So we know that Earth has a very dense core and that that core moves around. And because it moves around, we know that it is in liquid. So that's how we know all those things about like Earth's core. They did that to the moon and measured like whenever things hit it. So like, you know, spacecraft or whatever. Uh-huh. And the seismic waves went way too fast through it. To the point where they're like, either the moon is fucking hollow, which I don't think it is. I
0: can't imagine how yeah. that would work.
1: Yeah, uh, or the materials within it are extremely light, which huh. is weird because the materials on the outside it are would pretty spin heavy. and it would go to the center. Yeah, yeah. So the, the moon, moon is scary. Our well- <laughs> moon is very, very strange, and uh, which makes me be like, "Fuck yeah, the moon is cool!" Like it. it makes me very interested in it but it It is is neat that we got the coolest moon it is it really truly is we we are that girl
0: yeah yeah so uh speaking of the moon silver is associated with the moon yep um so like lunar connection and then intuition and psychic abilities Mm -hmm. um which you know also speaking of the hollow moon um so i listened to that podcast that i was talking about last week that i cut from the other episode but Um, so they talk about conspiracies and they brought up the hollow earth conspiracy. Have you Mm -hmm. ever heard that? Very, very much. Yes. I've heard a lot about it. Okay. Lauren, it is, it is, um, people, some people believe, I don't think many, but some people believe the earth is hollow and filled with a like utopia inside with like Mm -hmm. perfect sunlight yeah,
1: I and just aliens yes, and, like, enlightened listened. beings.
2: I just listened to a Dolores Cannon thing on YouTube. It popped up on my feed, and I tend to take that as a sign from Universe to watch something it's when an, it's on it's my first algorithm. line. Well, it was random. I've never heard of Dolores Cannon before this, and it just was randomly there, and I listened to it. And she talks Just don't about get that.
0: radicalized by the algorithm. The algorithm <laughs> wants to radicalize you. Just be careful.
1: Does it, though? <laughs> Yeah, yeah because that okay that's a whole nother but thing so about
2: marketing and stuff but she, so continue she talked about that and i was like that's an interesting thought but which is wrong how deep would it go yeah then?
0: well there's no how? way it
1: could because there's the, no way the seismic anything could work yeah yeah because the seismic and the
0: seismometers
1: yeah, because the thing is that it—that's the whole reason why we know, and that's the other thing too. Because people are like, oh my God, Earth's core is moving; we're all yeah. gonna die. The cool thing about it is that we're not—not uh, not from that. It probably from something else. Um, but the Earth's core flips every so often. It, like it—it ha- it has a cycle that it's on that it does naturally. It flips. The suns does. The sun's core does too, Ooh. and they've been monitoring about how it it flips, and so the poles the poles will kind of flip, sort of. Do Earth um, correlate? Does Earth correlate to the sun's? No, pattern? they're on a they're on a different uh, cycle. Okay, but it's just it's cool and interesting to know that the Earth has its own cycle, yeah. like it does. This is something it just does naturally. Um, so is are are their poles going to flip? I believe so, but the thing is, is that that doesn't really affect. Well, it much. would affect a compass, wouldn't it? It would I take think, you backwards. I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure. We would have to. I highly, highly, highly suggest people to go research that themselves. Yeah. But Yes. <laughs> the thing is, is that we're. We- I I am not your resource on magnets. Yes. No. Magnets are
0: magic. No. I don't know how mm-hmm. they work which re- they really truly are. they're they're fast. science cannot explain it. I will hear nothing of it the sort. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. so you know, this is a natural thing that happens. And, um, sorry, you're gonna have to go on to star Talks and and listen to that one. This I can't tell you really which one interesting.
2: it is, I it it is extremely
1: We're- interesting. So, um, with a lot of it, so it's Neil Tyson degrassi talking about Neil DeGrasse Tyson on what N- platform? oh excuse me Neil Neil DeGrasse Tyson I apologize yeah. for my dyslexia it's okay yes just Neil that guy that cool guy um Neil you know yes Neil. but he also has uh, he's an actor his name is Chuck something what platform can we YouTube okay he's, they're on YouTube. YouTube but um it's uh, and it'll fix your algorithm so you stop seeing the the Hollow the Earth, Earth stuff. canon thingy. Right. <laughs> there was some person that I really loved watching that they were just, they were really just a beautiful person, but then they started getting into the whole, like, um, vaccines are really bad for you. And I was like, nope, I, I'm gonna have to not anymore. Um, Star talks. <laughs> uh, Star talks. Uh, Chuck Nice. Chuck. Is that yeah? It's Chuck Nice, I think. I don't know Chuck, a stand up comedian, um, an actor, and it's so much funny.
0: Yeah,
1: oh, it's wonderful because he gets excited about stuff because he's like, What it does, what why? that's me with
0: a magnet,
1: yes. (laughs) And so they, they bounce off of each other, and it's a lot of fun, and of course, he's like schmoozing it up because he that's what he does but there are times whenever you can tell where he's literally just sitting there like doing a ponder doing a doing a ponder <laughs> about life and just sitting there looking at at, at neil and just being like neil de DeCro- neil de I i'm gonna say his name wrong neil Grassi tyson neil Grassi if i ever meet this man which would be so cool but also i'd be, so embarrassed. be, cool. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed i'm like i'm sorry i keep saying your name don't wrong. say his
2: name hello mr
1: hello uh dr tyson um yeah yeah dr go. tyson um and lord chuck he goes by lord chuck on, oh. on yeah but you learn so much cool stuff um and some of it is a little bit challenging to hear and to listen to because it can challenge your belief system like uh, pluto
0: not being a planet that challenges my belief system. well <laughs> it's a
1: it's still a planet it's just a dwarf planet so it's like yeah it's just a teeny pl- it's just a mini it's just a bebe. It's just a little bebe planet. It was my planet. favorite
0: and they took it away from me and I take that as a they personal
1: slight. You can't take it away from you Pluto exists whether Yeah. Pluto is Pluto no matter what you do. There's still a sailor a scout. It's in my
2: heart. Yeah. And when we list planets, it's always going to be at the end of my list.
1: It's a yeah. celestial <laughs> body no matter what they do. Whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. You know,
0: it's my favorite tiny- celestial body now.
1: Yeah, there you go. Now I have to
0: like is it Which one is it? Jupiter? I have to like Jupiter because it has the storm.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, to tie back to what we're talking about, (laughs) I know that we have color associations with each planet too. Oh, I should look that up. Which will be on our Patreon when we get a Patreon. When we finally get one. Because I mean, and a lot of it I think is um, definitely, for me at least, that's definitely um, influenced by the Sailor Scouts. oh yeah i got
0: you now yeah oh we'll do a whole episode on sailor moon
1: we totally should (laughs) because it was and still is um very uh a lot more progressive than we we would like to talk about because they have they have poly relationships they have non they have non-binary they have um lots of queer relationships they have. There's so many things about Sailor Moon that people
0: just skip over. over.
1: Yeah, mainly because of the show. Okay. If you read the the books, the manga or the graphic novels, yeah. it gets way more into Michael it than you ever considered. Michael makes fun of me because
0: I say manga and I think I say it that way because you're the one who sh- taught me that word. Uh, he says manga.
1: Oh, like, manga. Like yeah. a pretentious, pretentious <laughs> person. <laughs> well, I never heard anybody say it. I just yeah. read it, so I was like, "Well, you know, in our dialect, manga, manga, now yeah." It. But we're, yeah. we're we're you know the Midwesterners. Like, what do you expect from us? I think it is manga, technically, or but I think technically, or if you want to, it's a graphic novel, technically. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah.
0: So we do only have one color left, and it's brown. So what do you associate with brown?
2: Earth? Chocolate and grounding.
0: Yeah, chocolate, earth, yeah. Yeah, the earth. the earth is made of chocolate. Have you heard that theory too? Just kidding. No. It, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would be, okay, that's okay. too much, that's
1: too far. It's, it's too much, It's too far, but also I will always be, and I will always at heart be a footy a, a footie, <laughs> foodie, foodie, oh, wow. a foodie fat girl, a hungry, hungry hippo, forever and ever, amen. Because that scene in- Uh, the original charlie and the chocolate factory
2: i was just thinking Um, about that yes that that. a
1: whole room was delicious delectables that you could just eat whatever i'm like please yes please i want this in my of
2: chocolate
1: yes and you could just like eat whatever you wanted in there and it's like (sighs) so now so yeah brown makes me think of chocolate which makes me think of Willy wonka's factory which makes me think of that room which makes me hungry (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah that so it, was it a stream of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to that so it's a connection to nature home mm-hmm. life and stability and if you know food is a stability like should be a stable thing in your life if yeah. you know capitalism didn't ruin everything so yeah if we decided know, that's how we are going to connect that yeah um, so here are some ways to incorporate it in your life. So let me know if you do any of these things or other ideas that you have. So you can incorporate it by wearing colors um, mm-hmm. that you, you know, want to use um, or want to get the the vibes from um, mm-hmm. in your jewelry or your outfit. Wear bold makeup, yo. Just wear some, you know, some bright blue eyeshadow um you can do your nails have your nails be super fun Mm -hmm. um heck dye your hair go ahead I don't care yeah I'm not your mom go ahead and dye it (laughs) um so you can do home decor which I think would be like probably a more um like the your outfit could change every day a little more Mm -hmm. um you know static where like the home decor would be a little more static where you like you paint your walls hang up your art that has those colors in it, Um, you know, decorate with towels, um, your curtains, your mugs, um, your sheets, your blankets, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so like, if you think blue is very cool and calming, get like blue sheets, Um, paint your walls like a nice, my walls are painted like light blue right now because we never painted after we moved in. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't find it calming at all. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) you know, do whatever you want. I do love powder blue though powder blue yeah powder blue is blue's nice, it's one of my favorite colors mm-hmm. i i do i like that a lot
0: yeah i I just am obsessed with like a light blush pink right now same zs
1: and I like, fucking love that I color, be,
0: yeah, I would be so happy to have that like all over um my house um i well, and i i want when we get our kit when we get our cabinets one day, mm-hmm. um they're gonna be like dark green. And so I want like a Mm. ultra light lilac purple for the walls. Mm -hmm. It's like almost white. Like you're like, is this white? I don't know. I can't tell if it's purple or white. That's what I want (laughs) Um, to go against the like dark green. Oof! Mm -hmm. I can't wait. (laughs) Apparently I can, I will have to. Um, So you can um, add the colors in by eating them. So like add lemon to your water to bring some sunshine into your day Eat an orange if you have a creative block. Make a green smoothie or a pink smoothie. I could go on because I love eating. Um, <laughs>
1: Same as uh, so, we have right. established that.
0: <laughs> yeah, get do some baked goods. You know, um, like a nice you know brown banana bread, and then you like connect to the earth. Um, yeah, we can go all day. Um, get cats. Okay, that one's just for me. I was like, I was when I was like looking up the black for protection, and I was like, I have two black cats. I'm so protective, super protective. Uh, and then I have an orange and white cat. So like, she brings purity. She brings creativity. Um, she brings. Um, she is a pee monster. So she does bring a little <laughs> bit of strife. Um, <laughs> it's fine. We've we're, we've finally found out how to manage it, but she's not allowed in some rooms. Um, And then we have a tortie. So she has like little flecks of like orange and her black fur and brown. So Um, anyway, get cats to bring some color into your life. Um, Change your computer theme at work. I just thought of this one. Change your computer theme at work based on what you need for the day. So like blue, if your coworkers are stressing you out or maybe Mm -hmm. purple, when you're getting ready to ask for a raise, you know, bring it up. Um, So. Let's see, burn candles of that color or buy LED candles of that color. Um, get your crystals, yo. I just put that there. Meditate on a color. Like, think about the color. Think about, you know, your personal associations. Um, that's a nice free one. Um, do a coloring crate page or crafts with those colors. Um, I'm pro crafts. Don't get me started. Let's do a craft. Um, coloring is also very... Um... It's a very meditative
2: mm-hmm.
0: thing. It's it's just as – as th- it's like the same as meditating for your yeah. brain. I well, love. and meditation
1: comes in so many different
0: ways right. too. It's- oh, our most avid listener told me this the other day because we mentioned meditation on a different episode. Um, and I liked the way that she put this um, where like it's, it's like weightlifting. Like when you first start meditating, it's like weightlifting. Mm-hmm. So – when you're, you know, your mind is clear, that's you lifting the weight. And then when you have like another thought, that's when you like are lowering the weight. Mm -hmm. And then when you get your mind clear again, that's you lifting the weight again. So it's like, it's like Mm -hmm. a workout for your brain and you get better as you go and you can Mm -hmm. hold it longer and stuff like that. So, um, and again, you know, let those, let those thoughts zoom through or
2: stop them if they're Alexis. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, I love coloring uh, mandalas. Am I saying that right? Or- mandalas. Oh, uh, mandalas. mandalas.
0: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking of mandalas specifically when I was writing this point because, um, you know, if, if you really want to like incorporate the color theory into it, you could do like a monochrome, or you can pick mm-hmm. like two or three colors that you want to focus on, like for those for those vibes, um, and then. You can um, plant flowers around your house and mix it with some plant magic or some aroma therapy. Um, plant a bunch of lavender in your front yard. Um, do some clovers in, instead of grass. Uh, it's better for the bees. So... Yeah, we
1: actually um, seeded our lawn with clover.
2: It just we does better.
1: Do yeah. it, it really – it. Well, and... it, You don't have to cut it as much, right? Mm-mm, because it doesn't get as tall. Um, it's Mm -hmm. better for the insects and it's better for the wildlife and it's native to here. So it Mm -hmm. does better than most of the grasses that you seed your lawn with. So it's just, yeah, I, I am for lawn alternatives because lawns really were, are very much a capitalistic elitist thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with you liking lawns. If you like lawns, go for it. However, well, yeah, get, get, get I think get creative. Yeah, yeah, If
0: you have like a dog or something that's running around, mm-hmm. um, and you know maybe they like the feel of or like kids. If you have kids running around and you know some grass can be very cushioning. So you know if yeah. they're toddling around and falling, I can understand wanting a lawn. Um, but when I, I really started to hate lawns when I lived out west, um, because yeah. they they are such a waste out there. Yes. Um. Desert landscaping all the way. Um, don't have a lawn if you are living in a 20-year drought is just my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really does. It is a huge waste of water. Mm-hmm. They really truly are. Um, so I just say, hey, get creative with your lawns. Um, moss lawns are really cool. Um, and if you're in that environment, super easy to maintain. Um, you don't have to mow them. And yeah. My get creative. is like
2: a hybrid of mm-hmm. moss, clover, and grass. Yeah, yeah we and have I a lot don't of maintain it other than like mowing it like once every two to three weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they do say that's better for the bees if you mow it every two weeks instead of every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. than, like it's way better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you guys, I think we're ready for a lightning round. <gasps> mm-hmm. I love lightning. So, rats. lightning
1: round. What's your favorite color?
2: well we've listed Brittany's listed two of hers
1: yeah i have many yeah i have many and they kind of go in like a hierarchy but and i should also mention that i will on occasion become very like drawn drawn yeah i was gonna say like obsessed isn't the right word but very drawn to a specific color um for some reason and i just roll with it um but some of my favorite colors, um, top tier definitely are blush pink. Um, it's Mm -hmm. almost like a corally peachy, soft, very soft, warm pink. Um, very much into that always have been. Um, so I think if I had to choose a favorite color, probably be that, um, I love deep emerald forest green, um, powder blue. Um, which it powder blue into almost a periwinkle, like that sort of oh, yeah. light blue. Um, lilac. L- adore lilac lilac. Um, and then, you know, down from there, I, I like like deep. You're listing crimsons. a lot of
2: pastel like yeah, colors.
1: I'm I'm very into pastels and then you throw into there the the deep greens, um, very, very deep crimsons. I uh, love a deep crimson, um, aubergine, burgundy. Really like those colors a lot. But yeah, I would say the the blush pink, lilac, powder blue, very, or, and the emerald greens are very, very much what I'm into consistently, along with gold.
2: Yeah. So yeah, my favorite is pink, and that encompasses all pinks. So yeah, I love pink. And that's probably been consistent most of my life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. at one point, I did like that Kelly green. That was pretty Mm -hmm. popular, and I loved that color. Mm -hmm. Um, And white. I do like white. It's a good, like, you know, canvas. It's, you know, potential.
0: I mean, my spaghetti sauce really likes white, and that's why. (laughs) Michael, we do do laundry, and, like, we separate – michael's darks and lights and i was doing mine he goes don't you have any whites and i was like no he was like how come you don't have any whites and i was like dude look how dirty your white shirts are like (laughs) they're gross
1: like i'm not dealing with that (laughs) so i recently started being a uh an adult more more adulty um and i got two different types of oxycleans for the laundry, like so, I have two like tight, yeah. So I have the color OxyClean. and then I have the whitening OxyClean. Um, and I've been, I have been separating my colors.
0: Oh, look at you being in my my mind is completely blown. Completely I had no, blood. no, my my brain could not fathom buying two detergents for different not different things until
1: now. Yeah, yeah and like then,
0: two two cleaning products for the same thing. Yeah.
1: Until this very moment. Yeah, because I use – so I use drops for my detergents, um, which is like everything it sends in is recyclable. There's no plastics or anything with it. Oh, that's Um, nice. 1010 recommend. Really, really like. Um, But um, I was just like, man, my whites are so dingy and that really bothers me. And I was like, why don't I just like start adding like – I was like, I don't want to add bleach cuz I don't really like bleach and bleach really can like mess with like your colors and a lot of my whites mm-hmm. aren't all the same white they're and different and my asthma and my asthma yeah I do I just white. don't really care for bleach um vinegar white vinegar is fine bleach is not so I started adding the oxy don't mix them yeah don't mix them those that's bad that's very bad but I started adding like the oxyclean whitening to like my whites and... is it like a powder you put in yeah yeah it's just a powder okay. and I was just like Holy shit! My stuff is getting whiter. Whoa! And then I was like, "What if I start separating
2: <laughs> the colors of my laundry?"
1: So I have delicates, um, which and even if I even if I have whites, I, I will wash all the whites together. Doesn't really matter what material it is. Um, but I have mm-hmm. my delicates that I wash on on their own, and then I have the whites, and then I have the darks, and then I have the colors. And it, I was like. For some reason, You're next
0: this, level on this. It
1: is satisfying for some ungodly reason. I don't know what. I don't know. I think, I think, um, my, you can bleep out the last one, but I think grandma, you bleep that out. Um, I think that, I think that she's coming down into me and that she is yeah. like,
2: I will help you. Your harness. body, just yes. for laundry, harness yeah. your cleaning powers that you so desperately want to do.
1: So, and I need, I really yeah. need. And so I'm. It's like it's like little baby steps. I could at least do this, right. and my stuff looks nice. And OxyClean has a really nice clean smell. Um, mm-hmm. I also dug through my hallway closet because y'all, I put a shelving unit next to my laundry right. the washer and dryer. Is fabulous. Um. And now I have, you know, the separation of, like, the scent boosters because I like things to smell real nice. Um, and then the detergent and then the different types of, like, laundry boosters. And it has made the colors in my life <laughs> so much more vibrant, <laughs> at least the ones that I wear. I it connects with color. It helps with the colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I might so, have to try the OxiClean for his wife. Cause they, I mean, they're dingy, but then he also does, like, the spaghetti thing. Right. And, but he just, and I'm like, can you just buy all black shirts instead of all white shirts? Right. Well, Uh, and then. So I got, he has four black
2: shirts now.
1: I got four. Nice. Well, I used to see
2: OxyClean's like, um, spray. Yep. I was just about to mention that. My soiled parts. So like the spaghetti sauce, I would spray it, let it sit, wash Mm -hmm. it. Well,
0: and like part of the problem is like it got, um, like the blue plumber's glue on it like Mm -hmm. he he wears the same shirts like at because his work is like dirty gross because he's Mm -hmm. an electrician so he's like in these dirty gross things and then uh all of the work on the house is dirty gross so like we should just throw all of them away and by throw them away I mean wash them and cut them up for gussets in my underwear that I make so or even rags (laughs) they make great rags yeah good rags yeah
1: um, um it even to a point um fabric if it gets worn out enough and like messed up enough um you can use it for fertilizer oh, oh yeah yeah so, it's 100 percent cotton so, yeah. it, so would, if, it would disintegrate so like the rag and bone man that you hear about with like so there is a artist called the rag and bone man um the rag and bone man was a, a thing that existed like milk like the milkman they went around to your house and they collected uh, rags, oh, all and your bones. rags and bones mm-hmm, like the rags that you could no longer use and right. they would take it and they would process it and it would become fertilizer oh why did yeah. we ever get rid of that oh, yeah. because Capitalism. a lot of the, well a lot of the <laughs> materials that we have nowadays have plastics in it mm. so yeah. you so you can't take our rags but you could still take our bones could take the bones um you can put bones yeah. in compost it takes yeah, a I lot wanna compost.
0: Longer. I want to get those um one of those big compost bins that mm-hmm. turns, you know. I got one.
1: Um, oh yeah, I forget to Are turn you it in it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I use it all the time. Um I have a compost bucket like in my kitchen that has like a um a carbon squishy pad to help, you Ooh, know, keep the, the smells, smells. In the yeah. bucket. um, FYI, the bucket stains no matter what you do. It is enamel coated. It, it's going to stain it no matter what. Because um, mm-hmm. stuff is rotting in there. Um, and then I take it out to my little uh, tourney compost guy. Um, and... I put it in there, and then I turn it when I, you know, go and take stuff out there. You're supposed to turn it every day. Do I remember to do that? Absolutely not. I <laughs> well, do not remember turn it to do that every time
0: you take stuff out
1: there. I think which that's is what enough. I do. I turn it yeah. quite a bit, and some of it already is starting to smell like soil. But um, I don't do meat scraps. Um, bone, yeah, I'll do they bones. say not to. Yeah, but I won't do meat scraps. Um, I think the biggest reason for that is that it decomposes differently. Number one. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, it attracts. Um, pests oh yeah 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 so
0: get, get uh, some maggots up in there
1: yum yeah yum uh, well i mean like uh, earthworms fine maggots less uh, fine less fine if it's mentioned
0: on a true crime podcast i just don't want it in my compost you know
2: yeah
0: um so my favorite color is purple um what and it always purple? has been or what
1: hue of purple?
0: You know, all of all of the purples, I'm really happy with. Um, mm-hmm. I do like a nice desaturated purple. Um, I do like a nice lower value desaturated pink. So, like a dusty mm-hmm. rose, sort of Ooh, like a little yeah. bit. You know, you know what I mean. I um, do like. I do like a good to dusty. To use my bead. my verbiage from before, um, so I I love that, and I I did um so I I'll put a picture of this on the Instagrams as well. Um, but I, I made a pegboard a few years ago to hold all of my sewing stuff. Hmm. Um, and I painted it with this like pearlized light pink color that I just am obsessed with. Um, and then I painted like a cross stitch, um, pattern of like a flower and a hummingbird and a cat. Um, so I got another pegboard at the, um, at this local place that we have that sells um reusable sewing su- like reused sewing supplies Oh, cool! Um, so it's a pl- pegboard with like half of it has like things that you can put threads on like little boops mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dowels I guess little dowels um that stick out to put threads on so I had some leftover spray paint and it still worked so I was like wow gonna use it so I painted that the pearlized pink I don't know what I'm gonna do I thought about doing like a quilt design on it because now I'm really into quilting um or I might do another cross stitch I don't know I'm looking stuff on Pinterest but I got it spray painted um so I could put it up and decide later but yeah purples um almost any color like the really deep purple it's just like what I'm in the mood for like if I'm Mm -hmm. in the mood for like a nice deep purple or if I'm in the mood, like if I want to be a nice little pastel purple outside, you know, it's just yeah. whatever I'm feeling that day. But just any shade, anything that's purple. This cup is like brownish purple. I even mm-hmm. like that color. Um, it's my my witch mug that my aunt got me that I use every chance I get. Do you know what gets <laughs> me to do the – Brittany, do you know what gets me to do the dishes? Your mug. Make sure Making sure this cup is clean. I have several
1: um, favorite mugs that are that way that I'm like I'm gonna make sure I do the dishes because I I like these mugs I want this specifically. mug. specifically I want yep. this mm-hmm. mug yeah
0: um, so what is a non standard association you have with a color so something that's like a little bit different than like the the run of the mill colors that you have uh, like the color meanings.
2: I also didn't think about this one ahead of time. Yeah, I was like,
1: I'm trying to think about it.
2: Like, what comes to my mind is, you know, like that really dark green that almost fringes on the color brown. Like, I Mm -hmm. do not like that color. I find it disgusting.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And so, I don't know if that's like... Against what everyone else is also thinking of that color or not, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, you're
0: definitely not associating it with fertility, luck, or yeah, connection to nature. So that's <gasps> non-standard. Um, uh,
1: well, I mean, what that's like me and chartreuse. I I associate chartreuse with nausea, like that oh, kind yeah. of like sickly green. Well, I guess a lot of people do because of they say, oh, you're turning green. Yeah, yeah you're, you're nauseous. <sighs> I'm trying to think of like, oh, I associate this color with this and like not very many people do.
0: Well, I think I associate because, you know, in the research that I did, gold was associated more with like financial gain and business endeavors. Yeah. But I think I do associate it more with, um, I don't know, like being classy you know what I mean yeah and I I, used to not have that association because I didn't like gold when I was younger I only like silver jewelry and now I'm like obsessed with gold jewelry
1: oh yeah I've I've always preferred gold Um, it's not that I don't like silver I do like silver it's just yeah you know and I I like silver with certain jewels or stones Mm -hmm. more than I like certain jewels and stones with gold Right. Um, I would
0: much prefer a um well what's the blue one? A sapphire with silver. Yes. Than gold.
1: Yes. I do as well. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer well, I used to prefer opal with only silver, but now I've seen it with like rose gold and I've seen it with other types of golds. And I th- I think it's beautiful. I
0: I would think opal with silver though is really pretty.
1: It's gorgeous. Um yeah. I think I also associate gold, and I'm not talking about like the color gold, I'm talking like the metallic gold mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i associate it with health for some reason like oh yeah yeah like i'm like you know a healthy well, you're not I mean, wearing jewelry when you're sick it's all that's fair but when up. i think about like a healthy glow i think of gold mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which i guess is
2: well like a tan or like gold you look golden as so in like
1: yeah yeah but even if like you're pale sun kissed or whatever yeah sun kissed is another one um but I guess all those are conventional,
0: yeah, but they're not the this like standard meeting of like prosperity in
1: business, yeah, know, like I guess you could associate good health with prosperity, though, I guess you yeah, could. I'm trying to think of something that's just like different.
2: You came up with the question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not come up with the question. Shelby came up with the
2: question. I, that I me- came up with the question. Oh. I yeah.
0: Didn't um, I didn't come I'm up with. I'm the problem. It's me. I Shelby. didn't come up with any of the lightning round Shelby questions. Has to answer Sorry.
2: this question then.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did. I said gold. And oh. I like associate it with like, I don't know. I I like to take gold out of the context of like how like the trump tower is you know yeah. a bunch of gold shit yeah. um so
1: i like try and like reclaim it in my heart of hearts i've always um, thought of gold as royalty because of all the fairy tales mm-hmm. that I, i've read and that i like um like yeah. even like gold even like golden hair is yeah. something where and i i never associated golden hair with blonde i literally associate it with like their hair looks like metallic right, gold yeah, yeah. And, which I like it on everybody, too. Like, I don't care what skin tone you are. I, some of the most beautiful things I've seen um, are um, people with, with really, really rich, deep um, melanin. Like,
2: mm-hmm. their skin
1: tone is just, like, this deep, deep, deep mm-hmm. color. And then just gold on them, look. they look like they look yeah. like deities they look divine yeah. Yeah. i'm like good god i also hate how that we tell or we a lot of westerners a lot of westerners talk about how like if you have deep skin you shouldn't wear bold colors i'm like bullshit that's the opposite it's the opposite it pops on your skin yeah. tone so beautifully and then I'm like, and then I'm looking at all of, like, I was like, wow, that's a really big, huge disservice to all the, like, African cultures out there that use, oh, yeah. that Right, where bright, it's, like, full of color. Oh, yeah. bright, beautiful colors. And I'm like, colors look good on it's everybody. It's almost like
0: they knew how to dress themselves and didn't it's need almost, that advice.
1: It's almost like we were trying to dull their shine hmm. or something. Hmm. hmm. I wonder why. Hmm um we'll get us started right as far as the unconventional color thing um i associate colors with people or a certain i associate certain colors with
2: people
0: oh well on that note what color do you associate with the other hosts
2: so that was unfort- my question <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah. unfortunately it's not the colors that you all that are your favorite colors i do think i of like you when- all colors yeah i do think of you um when i see those colors um But for Shelby, for you, it's always been a very rich, um, deep, bright, golden yellow.
0: Oh, really? Yes, I was about to say that like a mustard yellow for Lauren because you had a purse once Mm -hmm. that was like mustard yellow and that is what got me to like the color. Yeah, I okay. thought it was the worst color before and then you wore it and I was like, This is my new friggin' favorite. I did thing. go
2: through a phase where I loved wearing mustard yellows.
0: Yeah. yeah and and I think and that's where that I got sold me in it too. You yeah. were the advertiser for mustard oh, okay. yellow and well they done. should
1: reimburse you. Because you were the most fashionable among us uh, when we were younger. When we were younger. Um, yeah. But for you, Lauren, I associ- always associated um silver. I've always associated silver. with Yeah,
0: you. I I was thinking silver with Lauren
2: too. Yeah, because that's you, my favorite you, metal. Yeah, your metal. So. Yeah.
1: And then as far as colors, um, like eggplant purple, like that very rich royal purple, I always associated mm-hmm. with Lauren. And then Shelby, yeah. you were you were always that like really like going out on a warm spring day, and you just had that rich golden color. That's that always reminded me mm-hmm. of you.
0: Yeah, I'm very
2: sunshiny. Very, um, very positive. I'm yeah, and optimistic. So yes,
0: yeah, and I think what was I going to say? Oh, Lauren, I think you were like really into fuchsia at one point, and so mm-hmm. now I started associating that with you. Obviously, the dusty gold uh, with Brittany is what I am wearing. A but also, fuchsia like,
2: undershirt under my head. nice,
0: nice. <laughs> it's so like you funny. knew dusty gold. Um, yeah, like a you know a dusty rose sort of. Yeah. Oh, gold, r- pink, dusty <laughs> pink.
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh my god, my brain. That's Somebody, okay. dude, these allergies.
1: It's a thing.
2: So a I, thing. I definitely associate purples with Shelby, mm-hmm. and I would say like a pure purple is the one that I automatically go to, or a darker. Like not as deep as Brittany probably described earlier, but just a little bit darker, like leaning on like the the purple heart color. Oh yeah, purple. Mm-hmm.
1: So technically so, yeah. a royal purple.
2: Oh yeah, royal. Purple. Yeah, yeah. I associate that with Shelby, and That's then fine. Brittany. I think emerald green or gold. I'll take it. I'll do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like a nice emerald green. Yeah. I definitely, definitely
1: want to have a room of my house eventually be like that plush crushed velvet green, and mm, and like yes. yeah, and a lot of the accessories I want to be gold, golden accents in there. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: we're doing that dark green cabinets with the gold oh, hinges gonna, or yeah. the yeah. gold, yeah things, and it's you know it's I'm, it's decadent. I'm so excited to see
1: that. I'm so excited to see that.
0: Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna (laughs) get walls.
2: Uh, One of these days. (laughs) And I was like,
0: so, I was like knocked out with these allergies this whole weekend. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go buy drywall. And I was like, I just, I took a four hour nap yesterday. Mm -hmm.
2: Like,
1: I was just dying. Um, I'm gonna look up and see if that's what's going on with me. I think a lot of it has to do with it's winter, but it's just been, it's getting to the point now where I'm kind of concerned with how tired I am all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not normal. Um, so yeah, we're gonna see. I'm going to start taking some thyroid support supplements. Um,
0: yeah.
1: The last time I got my labs done, here's some in- medical information about Brittany. You probably didn't want to know, but you're gonna get anyways. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> so I got my labs done. Uh, last or no, a couple weeks ago. Um, everything was normal except my thyroid levels were a bit high. Um. Mm. They're still within well within the normal range and yeah. definitely not enough to be medicated. Um, right. But it was a big change. And right. um, all the women on my mom's side of the family have had thyroid issues. So I was like, all right, well, I can't take medication for this because it's not at that level yet. But right. um, I started looking at like supplements that will help um, your thyroid do the thing it's meant to do. So your pituitary gland isn't always being like, yo, thyroid, why aren't you doing your thing? And thyroid's like, I don't know. I just don't feel like it today, man. I, why is I, that I made doing? to me? And yeah, I was like, well, I'm already taking a shit ton of supplements. Might as well take another one.
0: Right. What's <laughs> one more
1: pill at this point? All right. I'm like, well, you know, because eh, eh. and it's not the iron because I checked iron. My iron levels are mm-hmm. normal. I was like, well, maybe it's the magnesium. Magnesium levels are normal. Like um, vitamin D is a little bit low, but it's winter and that's normal. Yeah. So, and I'm taking a vitamin D supplement. supplement. So it's yeah. like.
2: So on a more metaphysical reasoning, I've been listening to this whole like concept and theory of this planet changing over into like the five fifth dimensional type realm. Yeah. What have you. Mm -hmm. And they list, like, your symptoms as symptoms that the human population could be feeling because of this transition.
1: Yeah. I do know that we're also – take this with a grain of salt because I haven't checked the receipts on it yet. Um, Apparently, um, from what I have – I heard, and this is metaphysical, it is not. Uh, dr tyson approved so um they talked about how like the earth right now is kind of being blasted with some sort of light from somewhere <laughs> and uh how it is changing dna out of yeah and i was like hmm. huh and so I i tried to look it up at the time which was like last year and i couldn't find anything so i kind of Put it to we the would side. notice
0: it was changing DNA because we'd have cancer.
1: Well, and that's the thing is that they were saying like it's not, it's not that changing. Would make it
2: so much sense though. I've been hearing so many people getting cancer. Like, yeah, I, I've with, noticed within like my realm of where I live.
1: Yeah, so like I said, take it with an absolutely giant cow salt lick grain of salt, Um and definitely do. I want to say neutrino light is what they were saying and I was like what is that and so I tried to look it up I didn't find anything which tells me that it's probably
2: you know hokey um what isn't hokey right lots of yeah. things are hokey
1: but um the more you learn about space the more you realize that space is much weirder much weirder than you ever could have thought um and so it does make me wonder like if we are moving if First of all, Earth's core is flipping. It's like in the middle of flipping. So there's that. Um, that could be causing some things because if we are having our electromagnetic field flip because of the Earth's core, because the Earth's core is part of that, I'm sure there could be all kinds of weird things. Because I think that current science does not take into account enough how much those things affect our bodies because they're part of the, mm-hmm. the, our environment i don't think they take into account the fact that like we're made up of so much water it would make sense that the moon would have some sort of effect on us especially with how weird our moon is i found out so from a real doctor from a real actual doctor because we're we're a both both and podcast exactly (laughs) um i don't think that science disproves belief systems i think that they work in tandem. It creates mm-hmm. a further understanding of a belief system. Exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, as far as colors go, that's what I associate with you guys. Um, I associate a lot of people with certain colors for some reason, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just naturally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've done that for a very long time. So, and I'm not really sure if if it means anything other than I associate that color with these attributes in this person yeah it mm-hmm. has it's those attributes what it does, yeah, so
0: yeah, I always ask people their favorite color, and then mm-hmm. I have like a you know, a texting app on my phone where I can change the um, color of their speech bubble. Uh, so I put everybody's favorite color on their speech bubble.
1: You're mm-hmm. so adorable. I love you so much. <laughs> You're so kind. You're such a kind. Well, that kid- way when I'm in a
0: group text. Mm-hmm. Then I know like which one's talking because I know the
1: color. But it's not only kind and caring and compassionate; it's practical. And did I not yeah, just say earlier name. in this podcast that We're I like both fan. sorts of things the most? <laughs> like, yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Did we do okay, it? Joking, okay, about well, you guys? I think we did. <laughs> I think we did it. That is
0: right. We did another episode. Way to go, us! Yeah. Um so our next episode topic I did not look up so give me one second and I will find that so we did color meaning plants and herbs plants <gasps> and herbs meals. I'm so excited and so next topic too. is plants and herbs um if you have any Spooky stories, alien abductions, comments, corrections you want to send us, stories, just life stories. You know, tell us what's going on at work. We want the tea. Mm -hmm. Send it to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Don't support us on Patreon because we keep talking about it. We haven't done it yet. Um, yet. Rate and review. You guys, nobody rated the. Okay. Three people have rated the podcast on Apple. Um, Nobody has reviewed it. I can't figure out how to see it on Spotify. So if you did it on Spotify, will you screenshot it and send it to me, and then I can read it if it's really funny? Because I can't figure it out. I'm an old lady, grandma. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go quilt after this. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, I'm gonna eat. So <laughs> yeah, funniest review. If your review is very funny, send it to me and I will read it. And then definitely put it on whatever platform. You want probably the best platform to put it on is um, Apple Podcast because um, of capitalism. Um, But Spotify also works because of also capitalism. Um, Follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Charmed underscore Alarmed. Thanks so much for listening. I am Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we are Charmed and Alarmed. (laughs)
2: Bye, guys.